A delay in response from the commander means nothing in itself, but in Senla Post is less than a day's ride north of Sigourn, though a fast ride to make in that time, and Lariel sent out the dispatch on one day. There's no helping that, he thinks as he steps out of headquarters to receive the morning reports. Both officers are waiting on the narrow porch. Eleventh Company stands ready, sir, reports under Captain Stroxen. Eighth Company stands ready, sir, reports Senior Squad Leader Feldar, who handles the muster for Lariel, since Lariel is both Eighth Company Captain and Post Commander. Good. Since Eleventh Company is the duty company for the day, Lariel turns to Stroxen. Keep up the scouting runs on the Afritan post, and to the west, just in case the withdrawal was some sort of feint. If anything changes, let me know. Keep someone posted at the pier as well. Yes, sir. At the inquiring looks from the two, Lariel shakes his head. You'd have already heard if we'd gotten a dispatch from the commander. He may not know anything more than we do. In fact... He might not even have known what we know. Lariel understands the need for following the chain of command, but there are times when not following it might result in better information, and sooner. And this might be one of those times, since it is just possible that either his father or his aunt might have information that would be useful. Yes, sir, replies Feldar blandly. Lariel manages not to smile, knowing exactly what Feldar's blandness signifies. At the same time, having served under Fortin, the previous commander of the Mirror Lancers, Lariel would far rather have the not terribly imaginative and very honest and loyal Jallet in that position. I'll be riding out on my own inspection in half a glass, Stroxen. If you'd have four anchors. Yes, sir. It is closer to a third of a glass later when Lariel rides out through the post gates on the brown gelding that has been his primary mount for almost six years, accompanied by four lancers. The post stands on high ground to the west of Insenla, ground not quite so high as that of the rise along which the border between Sigourn and Afrit runs, but with a swale between it and the border rise. As always, but especially when he leaves the post, Lariel has created an order shield that will repel chaos bolts and iron weapons, and linked it to his belt knife. Even after five years of trying, for reasons he cannot fathom, he has been unable to create shields directly linked to himself, and that could pose a problem at times, because the linked shields have a tendency to fade unless renewed, roughly two glasses after being created. He can create momentarily larger shields, enough to protect a company for a short time, but holding them for any longer than a tenth of a glass quickly exhausts him. You should count yourself fortunate, he reminds himself. And he should, because his father, for all his magi bloodline, has no ability to shield himself at all, and his brother Leffy's shields, although based on chaos rather than order, are far weaker than Lariel's. Lariel turns the gelding onto the main road from the post through the town and to the river pier. Less than half a k from the post gates is a dwelling under construction, 
its walls of sun-dried mud bricks that will be covered with a mud plaster when the house is completed and roofed, and then whitewashed with numerous coats, until the walls are almost a shimmering white. The walls of the older dwellings, not that any are more than four years old, are beginning to take on a faint pinkish shade from the reddish dust that is all too prevalent in summer. As he rides into the center of the town and across the small square, he sees that the small walled and roofed terrace of the inn on the south side of the square is vacant, as it usually is in winter, but that two men watch from the narrow front porch. Good morning, Captain, calls Carliot, the taller of the two, and the son of Harush, who owns the inn and tavern. The same to you, returns the